I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 66. If you missed the pilot episode of this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above, which means to set your mind on heavenly realities that are true and good and beautiful. John Ortberg once wrote, What repeatedly enters your mind and occupies your mind eventually shapes your mind and will ultimately express itself in what you do and who you become. So if that's true, and I believe it is, then learning how to set our minds and occupy our minds with thoughts, ideas, and images that are beautiful, good, and true will shape us into people who are beautiful, good, and true. And what's more, if our mind is occupied with Jesus, we will become like Jesus, which is what Christian spiritual formation is all about. Today's thought from above is this, remember you are dust. This episode will air during the season of Lent. Lent is a a 40-day period of penitence in which we prepare ourselves. The season of Lent begins with a special service known as Ash Wednesday. And during this service, there's what's called the imposition of ashes, which sounds terrible, but actually refers to a time when a minister makes the sign of the cross on people's forehead using ashes. And the ashes are typically made from the burning of the palm branches that are used in the Palm Sunday service the year before. So, kind of a cool connection. Here's what my friend and co-pastor at Chapel Hill UMC, Jeff Gannon, read as a part of the liturgy during our Ash Wednesday service. It explains a bit about what Lent is about, and what the imposition of the ashes represents. Here's the liturgy. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the early Christians observed with great devotion the days of our Lord's passion and resurrection. And it became the custom of the church that before the Easter celebration, there should be a 40-day season of spiritual preparation. In this way, the whole congregation was reminded of the mercy and forgiveness proclaimed in the gospel of Jesus Christ and the need we all have to renew our faith. I invite you, therefore, in the name of the Church, to observe a holy Lent by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word. And then there's this lovely prayer that follows it. It goes like this. Almighty God, you've created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and penitence, so that we may remember that only by your gracious gift are we given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. After these words, the members of the church come forward and they kneel, and I had the privilege of actually making the sign of the cross on people's foreheads while saying the following words. So this is what you say when the person kneels down, and as I'm putting ashes on their foreheads, this is what I would say. Remember you are dust, and to dust you will return. Repent and believe in the good news. For now, I'd like us to reflect for a few moments to 
set our minds on this thought that actually is a thought from above, that we are, all of us, going to die. It's not something we like to think about, and in fact, it's really hard for us to do. Psychologists tell us that it's nearly impossible for we humans to imagine our own death. Alfred Lord Tennyson, the great poet, put that sentiment in his beautifully poetic way by saying this in the poem In Memoriam, Thou madest man, he knows not why, he thinks he was not made to die. That's a great sentiment, really. You know, we can say to God, you made man. We don't fully know why, but we think we were not made to die. We really do think that. And in a very real sense, of course, it is true. We are, as Dallas Willard often said, unceasing spiritual beings with an eternal destiny in God's great universe. So we are unceasing spiritual beings. That is true. In one sense, we don't die. And yet, we are, all of us, going to die. It's a reality that no one can escape. And I've come to believe that it's an extremely important spiritual exercise to remember our death. And that practice, that exercise, is an ancient practice with a very cool Latin name. And you know, Latin names always make everything sound more spiritual. The practice is called Memento More, M-E-M-E-N-T-O. And then More looks like more, M-O-R-E. Memento means remember, and more refers to death. So the practice, memento more, means to remember your death. As legend has it, when a Roman emperor would ride through Rome after a great military victory, with the crowds chanting and screaming shouts of adulation, a person was assigned to walk behind the emperor and every few steps say those two words, memento more, memento more. Remember your death. Remember your death. It was a way for the emperor to keep things in perspective. Yes, you just accomplished this great victory. And on one level we can say, oh my gosh, I'm on the top of the world. I've done this great thing. But remember, you are one day going to die. Memento more. It keeps everything in check. Recently, I had dinner with a woman I went to college with, and uh, I decided to bring out our old yearbook. And so after we had dinner, we went through it. Now, keep in mind that we graduated from college over 30 years ago. So as we were looking through it, it was a walk down memory lane, as they say. But one of the things that was kind of sad and even sort of stunning and stopped me in my tracks a few times was every once in a while, either she or I would stop and say, Oh, yeah, that he passed away, or, yeah, she died a couple of years ago. As we looked at the picture of our classmates, we were just sort of taken aback by that reality that, oh, so-and-so passed away a few years ago from a stroke, or she was killed in a car accident or something, and it was just really sobering. And then my eyes came upon a picture of one of my best friends from college named Cheryl. There she was in this picture. She was the head cheerleader. She's standing on the shoulders of this male cheerleader with her arms raised in the air and has this huge 
smile on her face. She looked so happy, so alive, so vibrant, which she was really more than anyone I met. Which is why her death just only a few years ago was so hard and continues to be hard, so difficult to even understand. But as I looked at her in that picture, it really hit me hard. And then I remembered that actually the very next night would be Ash Wednesday and that I would be saying to about 75 people that very next evening, remember, you are dust, and to dust you will return. It is a sobering reality, and it does put things into a kind of perspective. It's a stark reminder that we are to live our life to the fullest. The late great musician Warren Zevon was on The Late Show with David Letterman back in 2002. At the time, Zevon was dying of mesothelioma, and David Letterman asked him how his illness had changed him. From your perspective now, Letterman asked, do you know something about life and death that maybe I don't know? Warren Zevon answered this way, I know how much you're supposed to enjoy every sandwich. Zevon's answer really blew me away and still does every time I think of it. He also said, you put more value on every minute when you're in my place. You know, I always kind of thought I did that, he said. I really always enjoyed myself, but it's more valuable now. You're reminded to enjoy every sandwich and every minute. I now know how good a sandwich tastes. Memento more. Remember your death. And do so to remember how good every moment is. Don't take any of it for granted. Enjoy every sandwich. But as I said at the beginning, as believers, we can also approach it differently because we are also confident, as Paul said to the Colossians, when Christ, who is your life, appears, you will also appear with him in glory. You are, I am, one day going to die. But you are, and I am, also going to glow. Until then, enjoy every sandwich. I hope you join me next week for episode 67. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. And while you're there at ApprenticeInstitute.org, you can also learn about other things that we have going on. And most importantly, I want to mention the upcoming Apprentice Gathering. The Apprentice Gathering 2020 is in September, and you can check out the incredible lineup of people that we have coming. John Ortberg, Scott McKnight, Juanita Rasmus, Susie Larson, Emily Freeman, and yours truly, James Ryan Smith. It's just a fantastic group of people. We're very excited. People have been registering like crazy. We're really, really excited about this 10th, can you believe it, 10th anniversary conference, The Apprentice Gathering, September 2020. Check it out. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, and you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above.